Hi there, and welcome back to Out There, a cryptid podcast. I'm your host, Josh. For anyone new to the podcast, welcome. Each week, I come out with a new episode focused on a cryptid that I find super fascinating and weird. And if you still don't know what a cryptid is, it is defined as an animal, such as Sasquatch or the Loch Ness Monster, that has been claimed to exist, but never proven to exist. Cryptids don't have to be supernatural or mythical beings, although many of them are. Some cryptids have actually become documented animals, like the cane toad. <laughs> make sure you go and follow the podcast on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, and check out the posts I make for each episode, and maybe send some suggestions you'd like to hear. This week, we are talking about a cryptid that at first you might think is completely made up, until you hear the sightings and see the possible photo and video evidence. Some reports say it looks like a giant frog that is holding a sparkler or a wand. Others say there are multiple frog men. Oh, and there is a musical written about this cryptid. It's the Loveland Frog. Today's weird club inductee is my friend Sarah. We have been friends since high school and she is one of the coolest people ever. She is now an amazing teacher with a hilarious sense of humor. So get excited to hear what she has to say. I can tell you're excited for this one. So let's dive in. May 1955, the Little Miami River, Loveland, Ohio. An anonymous businessman was driving near the river just before 4 a.m. He said he saw three human-like figures on the side of the road. Thinking they might be in need of assistance or help, he pulled his car over. That is when he realized what he was looking at. He described them as creatures that were about four feet tall. They had webbed hands and green leathery skin, but then he got a look at their faces. They looked like frogs. The largest of the three then raised one of its arms. It was holding something in its hand. It was some kind of wand, which then began spitting sparks. The driver could not see any more, so he stepped on the gas and drove away, recounting the story later. Now, this was just the first sighting of these cryptids, and to be honest, it's unclear how this report was spread, but nonetheless, it was the first. Also, it's super rude to misgender these frog people because they have not told us what their pronouns are, so I shall call them frog people instead of frog men. The description of these frog people, told by person number one, is a group of three bipedal frogs. They are three to four feet tall with webbed hands and leathery green skin, and one of them was holding a wand. So, the Loveland frog people would be a fascinating tale even if it ended there, but it didn't. And the legend, at least, grew bigger and bigger. About 17 years later, reports came in from two different people who some would assume could be the most trusted of witnesses. March 1972. Around one in the morning, a police officer named Ray Shockey was driving along Riverside Road in the direction of Loveland. The officer claimed he was driving slowly because of the icy roads, while he was driving, something caught his eye. At first he thought it was a dog, but then whatever it was darted in front of his car. Shockey slammed on the brakes until he came to a complete stop, and when the car stopped, its headlights were shining on whatever just ran across the road. He says he saw a crouched frog-like creature stand up on its two legs, look back at him in the car, and then scramble over the guardrail and it finally ran into the Ohio River. He described this thing as being three to four feet tall and weighing approximately 50 to 75 pounds. 
He said the skin was a leathery texture and that the animal resembled a frog. Shockey called in what he saw and asked for backup to make sure it wasn't some lost pet. So another officer, Mark Matthews, investigated the scene later that evening, but he saw no sign of whatever Shockey reported. He did, however, report there being distinct scratch marks on the guardrail where the creature reportedly crossed. Alright, so 17 years later, this sighting is reported, and it's very similar to what the first sighting was. Just, in this case, there was one. Still, a large bipedal frog, and this time we know the name of the witness, which builds credibility for sure. But remember that officer that came to check the site? Officer Matthews? Well, he had a sighting of his very own, only two weeks later. Officer Matthews was driving into Loveland when he saw what, at first, he thought was an injured animal lying on the pavement. So, Matthews pulled over and got out of his car to check on whatever it was, also to remove it from the already icy, dangerous road. All of a sudden, the thing lurched upwards into a defensive, crouched position. Matthews panicked and pulled out his revolver and shot the creature that looked exactly like what his fellow officer had seen. A frog person. After being shot, it hobbled over to the side of the road and stepped over the guardrail. The strange thing is that, according to Matthews, it never took its eyes off of him. Trigger Happy Matthews says that the frog person he saw matched Officer Shockey's report down to the last detail, except for one thing. The one that Matthews saw had a tail, which wasn't reported in other sightings. Now, as you can imagine, claiming to have seen a frog person is not the most believable thing, even to non-skeptics, especially from people who were in a position of power like police used to be held at. So, about 30 years after his report, Matthews completely takes back his statement. He changed his story to say, the animal in question was nothing more than a large reptile which escaped from its owner. He went on to say the only reason he shot the creature was to help confirm a fellow officer's story. A story which was, of course, being met with predictable skepticism by their superiors. It is really hard to pinpoint what made him turn back on his statement. Could be from ridicule, could be from fading memory, or could be that he was scared of the truth. In 2011, Matthews, who is now retired, did an interview over email where he said that the whole sighting and incident was habitually blown out of proportion. He then said it was and is no monster, and it didn't have leathery skin, it just had wet matted fur. And he said it was not three to five feet tall, it did not stand erect. He says the animal he saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet that either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or simply they just got tired of it. It was less than three feet in length, and ran across the road and was probably blinded by headlights. It presented no aggressive action. He claims the only reason he shot the creature was to back up the account of his fellow officer had made nights prior, but the lizard escaped, most likely to die from its injury or from the cold. I did, however, find in one of my research materials that supposedly Matthews did shoot the creature and brought its body with him, which was then identified as a sickly iguana. And also, according to this, Officer Shockey agreed it was what he had seen, too. The thing is that I read these two sightings in different books and websites, and this particular source was the only one to tell this story. 
it doesn't really make sense to me because of the fact that Matthew recants his story later. But I wanted to include this because I, I wanted you to know all sides of the story. That being said, I don't think it's a factual part of this story. Now, these are the most famous sightings of these cryptids, but between all of them, locals were claiming to see frog people as well. A farmer in the area said he saw a large frog-like or lizard-like creature during the same month as the officers. And it became a legend around the town, but also the state of Ohio. One of my favorite things is that there was even a musical written about it. In 2014, Cincinnati area actors and playwrights named Joshua Steele and Mike Hall premiered their musical, Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frog, at the Cincinnati Fringe Festival. It's a bluegrass musical that honors the sightings and the stories of these frog people that many claim to live in Ohio. There's one more sighting that I want to talk about, and this one includes not just photo evidence, but video evidence. So make sure to check out the post to see what I'm talking about. August 3rd, 2016. Cincinnati, Ohio. Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were playing the then very popular game of Pokemon Go by a lake in Cincinnati. They claimed to have seen a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was an actual giant frog. Sam said, I took a couple of pictures and a video because I'd never seen one that big. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. Jacob shared the video with local news stations, and they were able to enhance the picture to make it clearer. It shows a humanoid frog. Jacob said that he realizes people might think he's crazy, but he swore on his grandmother's grave that this is the truth. Jacob said, I'm not sure whether it was a frogman or a giant frog. Either way, I've never seen anything like it. In the video, you can see two glowing eyes, and that's about it. But with the help of the enhancements in the picture, it clearly shows a human-like body with the head of a frog. It, it doesn't look like a normal frog. Nonetheless, it is very, very interesting, to say the least. This week's segment of Weird Club is with my friend Sarah. Let's hear what she thinks about the Loveland frog, or frog people. All right, hello everyone, and welcome to the Weird Club segment of the show. Today, I have my friend Sarah here. Hello, Sarah. Hi. Thanks Hi, for having me. Oh my goodness, thanks for being here. Um, so, Sarah has heard all about the Loveland Frog slash Frog People, um, but before we dive into that, Sarah, where do you fall on the line of believer and skeptic? Okay, that's a great question. So, where I fall on the line of believer and skeptic, I would say that like. I am more believer mm -hmm. because I think just as like my job of being a teacher, I have right. to accept like multiple points of view and multiple like things, points of information as right. time goes on. And I also just personally cannot believe that we are the only things around here. Like fair enough. Yeah. I fully believe that there's a Loch Ness monster mm -hmm. fully believe that there's something that is Bigfoot Right. That we're just like probably totally typecasting. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, I'm a big believer. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, so now that you've heard about the frog, just off the bat, what is your first impression? Okay. 
Frog people, I my first impression, I think that they're probably some of like, if you had to think of like how a mystical creature or like a cryptid animal like lives day to day, yeah, frog people probably have it pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. First of all, you're living in Ohio, probably in like a very swampy area. Yeah. And the only people that have seen you are like, yeah, it's just like an ugly ass, <laughs> like ugly frog who like. I shot and like, <laughs> and like that I like don't want like yeah. it's, it's probably like why am I so ugly <laughs> they look in the mirror every day they're like oh I feel like frog people reminds me of um that character the villain from Kim Possible um, oh yeah I, I only remember Shigo which was the girl Oh, yeah, there was, like, a frog guy and who, like, lived in the swamp and Kim Possible, and everyone was, like, well, okay, first of all, he shot Venom, so that's hella rude, so I oh, totally understand right. people's reactions. Sure, sure. Oh, Gil! Gil, his name was Gil. That's adorable, Gil. Gil, yeah, and he was pretty angsty, and maybe, you know, frog people are just misunderstood. They could be misunderstood. I mean, like, <laughs> it can't be easy being a four-foot frog. It ain't but... easy being green. Ugh, amen. And that's, that's a fact. <laughs> and that's a fact <laughs> said by Kermit, the most famous frog. The f- <laughs> most famous of the frog people. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's leader of the frog people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, this one is so... Um... Uh, like like we were saying, you know, again, Sarah, Sarah's a New Jersey native as well. So I guess this one is like the frog people are kind of like New Jersey devil of Ohio, um, where it is a mixture of real sightings and then folklore. Um, and there's like a bunch of like there was a, a folklore professor from the University of Cincinnati that compared the Loveland frog to like Paul Bunyan um, and was basically mm-hmm. like, you know, it is it is a story that has been passed down from generation to generation. Um, and it's kind of like a, a, a pride thing for the state to have that thing. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, I mean, it's like, it's, go ahead, go ahead, what were you saying? Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, I literally wrote in my notes, like adopted, Ohio, like adopted Frogman as their urban legend. Like, right. you always wanna have some kind of like tourist attraction. Yes. And like, you're we're clearly interested in this ourselves as like you did research and i'm here like talking to you about it so you know ohio has like a bit of now like ding ding on the map in my brain of Mm -hmm. like i know more about it and maybe one day i'd like to check it out right and that's and that's another thing that like um especially in the 70s um there was this huge boom of like as i've been doing the research Um, there's just this huge boom of sightings of different cryptids and stuff, um, which the seventies was also a time of, um, satanic cults and stuff like that and spiritual, um, new like findings and and such that I think that a lot of places and people, that's when they started to open up from that, like old way of thinking. And then maybe some things were a little too, you know, open. Like some people were just a little too open and, you know, <laughs> they saw a frog and then was like, ah, or, you know, they could have been on drugs. There's always drugs. I was literally going to say, like, when I think of anything I've seen that's set in the seventies, mm-hmm. everyone, like any kind of bio- biography, they're like, like seven men and three women lived in this one house together <laughs> and they all had like relations and they all were on drugs. Mm-hmm all the time and it was great and like and then now they're like 
moms with like grandchildren and yeah, like, <laughs> but like in the 70s like they just wore like tops that were like really not covering much i mean granted fashion has evolved to stay little in clothing mm-hmm. but i think that like the mind expanding drugs mm-hmm. and like just el- times of for fear and like the right. 70s was full of fear with like um serial killers yes and terrorist attacks like mm-hmm. even just like from like a domestic attacks too right so you know there was a lot going on in the 70s that people were really afraid of yeah and i could totally see why that was a time of like seeing things mm-hmm. and also denying it right yeah especially like, i think you that know. Yeah. yeah and i think that people no matter what the time zone or like where you're from you know you were saying that like frog people comes from folklore mm-hmm. and you know there is some truth to what is passed on to folklore because right. why i mean yeah it could totally have started as like an old wives like little boogeyman tale right yeah but for it to continue this long like something's yeah. got to give right and i mean there's the the one thing that like cryptozoologists for instance would say works against um this cryptid in particular is that there's no um you know ohio was uh, especially since we're recording this on indigenous people day ohio was um home to many different tribes um yes. and yet none of them spoke of frog people which is interesting because you know they were living with this land like you know um in a, in a bunch of other cases of cryptids in particular indigenous people talk a lot about like they are either members of their uh, members of their like gods or they are just part of the animal kingdom or, or you know or in their nightmares or you know depending on who it is but in this case there are no stories of this frog people or person which kind of leads to a you know a place of maybe they aren't real or i guess you could go in another direction of like they were scientifically made or you know um or an accident um but it is it is interesting to note that that they were not part of native american um, beliefs or stories so the folklore had to have started somewhere else yeah you're still there no you are so that's so interesting i didn't know that because i did know that like Native Americans um, believed in animism, like the, yes. the belief of animals and like that's their gods and goddesses. Right. And that is crazy that there's no evidence of frog people. Yeah. And then like, that points me to believe like you just said, like maybe it was an accident, like a scientific accident. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it could have been misplacement of a biological species of frogs. Right. You know, like that happens a lot. You you know, people take animals from Africa or from the Amazon or wherever right. they're fr- natively from, and then they realize our <laughs> our ecosystem here in the United States doesn't mm-hmm. they don't it doesn't fit. Right, which is actually a great segue to um, you know talking about possible explanations and such um, because. There are tons of different toads and frog species. Um, yeah. Like to be, uh, I have to look it up because I have it here. Um, but like 
there's 15 different species of frogs and, and toads that live in Ohio now. Um, most of them are, you know, like the bullfrog and which are pretty popular on the East Coast um, and not even the East Coast, everywhere. Um, and that, that would not, you know, be three to four feet tall. Um, but the biggest frog species um, is called the Goliath frog. Um, and they can, they, they are native to um, rainforests, usually in Africa. Um, so damp, like warm, humid places. Mm. Um, and uh, they can live up to 15 years in the wild. Um, and they apparently lay thousands of eggs when they, um, when they're mating. Um, when they are like, the males are usually larger than females, but they can range anywhere from eight to 12 feet without their legs extended, but with their legs extended, it's almost 30 inches, not feet, eight to 12 inches. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, <laughs> what? You didn't tell me this. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was a mistake. Saving uh, that <laughs> element of surprise. <laughs> I'm like, this is what it is. Um, yeah, no, inches, all inches. Um, okay. And, still big. Yeah, still big. And they're like six to seven pounds usually. Um, it, what's interesting about these frogs and what brings to mind about the cases is that these frogs are actually mute because they don't have any vocal sacs. So they don't ribbit or croak or anything. Um, um, and what is interesting is that within all the sightings, nobody claimed to hear a ribbit or a croak or anything. Or even a hissing. Like there was no noises talked about. Um, so, uh, you know, that it's, it's, it's interesting to note. Um, and with these frogs, they usually are more active at, they're usually more active at night. Um, and they've, you know, researchers have found their, their diet mainly consists of insects and crustaceans and fish, you know, um, normal things that a frog or amphibians would eat, but there, ha they have been found to have like bats in their stomach. Um, so, you know, hey. not, yeah, that's sometimes a, sometimes you, gotta you gotta try it all. <laughs> um, you gotta eat a bat. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta eat a bat, you know? Uh, <laughs> but so 15 years in the wild, I mean, listen, Ohio is not a rainforest whatsoever. And no. also the sightings were all reported during icy times um, and like winter, I'm, like, yeah. Um, so if, if there was a frog, like if this, this specific species of frog was living there, it wouldn't have lasted long because, you know, it probably wouldn't have survived the cold unless it adapted right. somehow. But you're right. And that's a huge thing about cryptid cases in general is, especially during the olden times, um, there was this like huge wave of going to other, what they thought were exotic places and bringing back these animals. Um, so, you know, it's very possible that someone brought over a giant frog and then it got loose and repopulated or adapted. Um, and maybe it, maybe it did from, you know, like 1955 to 1970s, you know, maybe it did live that long or had enough um, eggs to, to do it. Um, and then, but then I, I don't know, it just like, it seems hard to believe in Ohio, which is a pretty densely populated state. Like it's not, you know, it's not like Montana where there's a bunch of land. Yeah, it's not a huge state like Texas or right. Yeah, it just you mean. it seems like there would if this if this was there there'd be more sightings. But yeah, you would really think so. I mean, the human mind can make up anything. Like it will like you can 
convince yourself of just about anything if you mm -hmm. try hard enough. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing that, like, I just can't get behind with, like, the possibility that this is just, like, a Goliath frog. Right. It's, like, you know, why would it just be so humongous? Right. And, like, the, the thing that, like, the all um, accounts say that they stood on, it's, like, the two legs. legs. Like, right. the, the bipede, like, nature mm -hmm. of that is very human. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the... I mean, besides birds, because clearly right. they only have two legs to walk on. But if you watch a lot of, um, like, even just cartoons and stuff, when the animals change to be more people-like, they're walking on their hind legs. Right. And that's, like, I mean, I've, I've, while I was researching, I never saw any kind of frog that was able to walk on its hind legs. Um, no. Obviously, they are super powerful because they can jump from them. But uh, walking is a completely different muscle ability. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> it's not like that cartoon frog that sings, like, hello, my baby, hello, hello my baby. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not that one. Like, these, yeah. these frogs are being described as, like, and, and in my head, maybe I'm, like, beefing it up to be this, like, muscular, <laughs> beefy frog man. But, yeah, I just also, you're trying to, like, the frogs just don't look like that. Like, right. I, I'm sorry. Like, I, I just don't think that, I think people try and convince themselves that what they see is, like, there's an explanation for everything yeah and it's hard to accept that maybe the explanation is just that that's what it is right and that's that's like that's a big thing in the cryptic community it's like why why can't we just accept you know that we don't know everything and that we don't know you know every day there's a new species found or every day there's you know the ocean's still only five percent discovered so yeah. who's to say that you know there aren't these things um but there's another theory that okay. um, would make a little more sense, I guess, um, is that, like I said, in the Matthews case, in one of the um, one of the evidence, the pieces of evidence that I was looking through, said that it was just an iguana. Um, so, which like wouldn't really make any sense because, again, Ohio's climate doesn't. Oh, I just hit my chair. Ohio's climate does not. Um, seem like the most welcoming place for an iguana. That being said, they, um, iguanas are an invasive species in, down in Florida. Um, yes, they so, are. Yeah, and, it's, and you know, they're, they're very active in that area. Um, and some facts about them, there are 35 different species of iguanas, um, but the largest of them being the green iguana, um, which can live up to 60 years. So, you know, it's a long time. Um, and can, up, can be up to five to seven feet tall with their tail, like including their tail. Mm -hmm. um, they are also apparently um, able to stand on their feet, like their two, their two hind legs. Um, it's usually in like a defensive or if they're reaching for something though. Mm. Um, but, you know, and, and I guess they, they also are common pets, um, like very common pets. So I guess, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, the, the picture of what um, Matthew's sisters, or Matthew's sister drew, yeah, it kind of does look like an iguana-like thing. Like, it looks less like a, more like an iguana, less like a frog to me, at least. The hands and, like, the nature of it, look, it almost looks kind of like a, uh, 
like they're trying to make it some kind of uh, Godzilla. Yeah, like the back having the spikes is weird um, because that wasn't reported in other things. But also, like, the wand wasn't reported in any other sightings, and yet... Oh my gosh, wait, we haven't talked about the wand yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. The wand is ridiculous. I, like, that don't actually, even know what to say about it. Like, okay, that's, I think, the craziest part that we didn't even talk about at all. We were like, <laughs> okay, so, sure, this, this anonymous fit man sees... A guy with webbed hands, green, leathery skin. Okay, cool. You know, we're checking off all the boxes of what frog people typically have. But then, you know, you, we just drop on the, oh, and it ha the biggest one, because there's like a group of them. There's a cohort of frog people. The biggest one has a wand that has, he's like a sparkler. Like, they're probably just trying to have some like just crazy 4th of July celebration. They ran out of sparklers. But, but I don't understand how like, and, and that's where, like, you're losing me a little. <laughs> yeah, right. The, the wand. <laughs> what do you mean, wand? Like, <laughs> more specific? Like, did he get it from Ollivander? <laughs> like, is it one of those magic wands? It looks yeah. like, in the drawing, it looks like an abracadabra kind of. It's, it's like the, it's, you're like, you're right. It's so, it comes out of left field. It's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, it was holding a wand. Like, what? Why? Yeah, like, it makes, I would so just believe it if, it, it, and, you know, um, Officer Matthews, you know, mm -hmm. kind of, kind of pussied out and changed yeah. his mind. And, like, you know, maybe Anonymous from 1955 could take a little note from Officer Matthews. Yeah, maybe he could come back and be like, uh, yeah, the wand thing, sorry, sorry, that was, uh, just, I was, I was sleepy. You know, I was, I was daydreaming and you ever get that thing where you're like writing something, but thinking about something and you're, you, you know, you're writing changes. That's, that's, that's how a story ended. I was, I was, I was reading some Harry Potter and then, you know, I just, uh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like I was daydreaming about Harry Houdini and it's yeah. like somehow mixed in with my frog person. Just classic, sighting. classic mix up right there. <laughs> I mean, like, and then, like, the Pokemon Go sighting, like... Right. I don't know. I mean, the video is... The video, obviously, it's hard to fucking see anything. Um, right. Because it's right. so dark, you just see the glowing eyes. But then, like, in the picture... I don't the know. The picture looks like a man wading through water. Yeah. Like, that looks like someone or, like, something that's, like, bigger than just the frog. And that's definitely not... Like, the arms are too long to be an iguana. Right. Like, it's, I don't know, it's weird looking, whatever it is. And, and it's also like, I don't know, it seems hard for me to believe that this was faked because of like the reflection, like the, it's, I don't know. I yeah. feel like if this was faked, like that artist needs to get a shit ton of money for this because it's a fantastic. Like, yeah, I would be surprised if they weren't already employed by like creepypasta. Yeah, something. literally. Because, <laughs> like the the way the reflection is and um and even the I mean, eyes being like slightly off like of the i don't know it's it's i don't know what it is but it's it's weird looking like it, it is weird looking i mean you were saying that the green iguana like can stand on its two hind legs mm -hmm. and like that's you know typically used in defensive nature i mean like right. That's used with a lot of animals. Make yourself look bigger. Right. That is standard. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's too coincidental. Like, mm -hmm. it's just not solid enough for me to be like, it was probably an iguana. 
Right. Also, like, you know, a lot of things can happen in life, and I guess it would be, which is more believable, like an iguana got loose mm-hmm. in Ohio, or it was like a frogman. Right. I mean, it depends on how much trouble you want for yourself. Yeah. For people like <laughs> believing you and you know taking you seriously. Right. I think personally, I would much rather see a frogman than an iguana. I've seen mm-hmm. iguanas before; they're yeah. fine. They're cool. It's whatever, though. I don't know. It just doesn't add up. And it also doesn't feel right because, especially with iguanas, their tails are like half their size, or not, if not more. And yet, in all of these sightings, nobody reported seeing a tail. Yeah, they're just seen as like really frog like faces. And I'm actually going to look right. again at an iguana's face to see like how they compare. Right. I mean, there's, there's a pretty big difference yeah. between. A frog and an iguana. Like, just in terms they have of the, like, they have that little skinny thingy on their neck too. Yeah. Whereas frogs mm-hmm. don't have that. No. And frogs also like these frogs are really fat. Like yeah. they're most of their like mass is like from the top of their head to like right. the back. Like they're mm-hmm. just really like bulbous and kind of round in shape. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like the the shape of a frog and the shape of an iguana like you need to really have some alterations to like your figure right it's gonna be a humanoid like frog person yeah and as i look at the picture of the goliath frog like the one with the little boy holding it it up, right i don't know like that thing if that was standing on two legs like that's a like that's a frog person like it does when when its legs are extended yeah it, you know it really does look like it, I don't know, it's, it's odd but the only thing is that like it just doesn't match up with the height like right. even stretched out yeah you're right but if this thing like if you move the camera and like it looks like it's on yeah photoshopped it to be standing it would mm-hmm. totally be like weird and i would run away right but i just don't know if that can be if i mean Listen, people believe in a lot of stuff and they will, you know, uh, say a lot of things that maybe don't have a lot of scientific backing. Mm-hmm. To it. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know, like who would just look at that frog and be like, that dumb frog there is a man. <laughs> and that's not right of me to use a, a country accent. I don't know what people in Ohio yeah, in okay. 1955 sounded like, but right. maybe like geez look at that man <laughs> yeah like more a like frog a, man that's good that's good it's more good like idea. vaudeville <laughs> right right we got to stay appropriate to the times for sure of course of course yeah i don't know i'm like when i first started doing the research for this one i was like i i was like oh it's fake like it's fake um and then i started like kind of doing uh, like just listening to it more and more and reading about i don't and and thinking and it's just there's more questions that come out of it than answers. And I think that's a sign of something being there. Yeah. Um, because like, you know, in previous, like in Owl Man and in like the Lizard Man in um, Skateboard Swamp, in other cases that that are, I would consider more on the fake side, there's more evidence as to like it being fake. Um, or there's more like, there's more answers for questions that you have. Um, and in this one, whether it be because there's not a lot of sightings or because of the nature of the cryptid, 
I, I, I don't have answers for a lot of the things. Like there's not an explanation um, for, for what, if, if these people saw what they saw, there's not an explanation for what they saw. Right, everything that we've just analyzed with the Goliath frog possibility, mm-hmm. the um, green iguana possibility, like, right. or even if it's like a human made thing, like, yeah, they just don't make sense for each of the sightings Mm -hmm. and you just like you're right you're left with a lot more questions and that like in itself stops me from being able to make a decision Mm -hmm. that like I think this is definitely fake or I think that this is definitely real because like you don't have enough information to go about your hypothesis right like it's it's just either it is fake um and it's just a part of folklore or maybe this, whatever it was, was like, oh, fuck, I was like, there were so many, like, sightings of me. I'm done. Like, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go hide for, like, I'm going to find a better hiding spot. Um, or, you know, sadly, the thing could have passed away and, and not have reproduced. There could have been less of them or, you know, whatever. Right. Deforestation and stuff. Um, there is there are tons of possibilities, but I don't know if we are the people to deny that the frogman right. is potentially real. Yeah, I think yeah, and I, I think that's a great thing to close with. Like, it's just we don't know, and I'm going to believe that there's a frogman out there, and I'm that's that's that for me. That's I I I agree. I think that there's too many things in life that we totally know for a fact, mm-hmm. and. It's scary to not control everything. Right. But it's really fun to at least <laughs> have that option in life to believe that there's something more because other that otherwise life would be really boring. Amen to that. Well, thank you, Sarah, for being on the podcast and thank you for all your brilliant ideas. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I've been enjoying this so much. Yes, you'll have to come back. We'll find another cryptid to talk about and it'll be so fun. Anytime, any day, I'm there. Yay, wonderful. So, what do you think? Is the Loveland Frog really out there? We are on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, so make sure to follow us and tell us all of your thoughts on the cryptids we cover and what you'd like to hear next. It would mean a lot to us if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. One week from today, I will be covering a cryptid that may guard the doorway to hell. That's right, Hellhounds. See you then. This episode was written and hosted by me, Josh, with logo designed by Jason Zykes and theme music from purpleplanet.com.